Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini-podcast series featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Maggid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Maggid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Tsur Hadassah. In the previous episode, we discussed a fascinating custom that can be seen to this day in some old shuls like in Prague and in Krakow, that where the Chazan stands, there is a small step down. We saw how that's the term that's used in the Talmud. The Chazan is the Yored Lifneateva, goes down. And we saw how the idea behind that step is that a Chazan should not be leading from a haughty, lofty place. Rather, from the depths, the Chazan should call to God. We also discussed how in modern parlance, we use the term to go up to be a Chazan. We saw that there isn't really a term, that term used in the Talmud for the Chazan, although we found a parallel, the Gabai, the Chazan HaKneset, who would sound the trumpet at the beginning and the end of Shabbat, would go up to the highest roof in the city in order to sound the trumpet. And there we have Oleh, and we have the term Chazan, even though it's not referring to a prayer leader. And we saw that according to Jewish law, as codified in the Shulchan Aruch, that a chazan can stand in a high place under two circumstances. One, if it's so that the community will be able to hear the the leader, or if that area is fenced off as its own area, then uh, it can be a little bit higher than where the rest of the community is standing. We also discussed the third term, over lifneateva, which also appears in the Talmud. And over lifneateva gives the sense of a uh, temporary uh, role that the Chazan, the leader, should not think that he is the one who is always going to be leading. This was my suggestion, but rather see himself as a representative of the community. It reminds me of a tale of a chosid who once came to a certain community and requested to be the chazan. The community acquiesced and the, this chosid went up to the amud tefillah, to the lectern. He took out his gartel, his black belt that chasidim wear, And instead of tying the gartel around his waist, he tied it around his waist and around the Amud Tfilah. The people there were quite shocked. They'd never seen this custom. Certainly it must come from a lofty place. Perhaps a passage in esoteric law. 
the Chazan, this visitor, began to lead the service, and his voice, Oy Gewalt, Hashem Yerachem, it was horrible. It was not musical at all. The people davening there, they wanted to get take him away and say, you know, let somebody else take over. And they went over to him, but they noticed that he tied himself to the Amud Tfilah and they couldn't physically move him. They had no choice. And despite the cacophony, they let him complete the service. At the end of the service, they understood there was no point in criticizing him or complaining. He was a visitor and he was going to be continuing on his way. But they still were interested in this strange custom. They'd seen Hasidim put a gartel around their waist. But why a gartel around the waist and the Amud Tfilah? And they came to him and they said, Dear sir, what's the source of this minhag? Who, out of the greats of the previous generation, tied a gartel around themselves and around the Amud Tfilah, linking themselves to the Amud Tfilah, so that they would be totally tied there? The visitor looked at them and said, Do you think that this is the first time I've ever been chazan? So, Over Lifnea Teva is the disposition that perhaps a chazan should have in mind. And indeed, at least in our shul, we're careful to uh, state very clearly that there are no chazakot, no chazokas, that uh, the choice of chazan needs to be balanced, a balance between two, uh, two values, a communal value and the uh, ability of the chazan. When I say the ability of the chazan, who, which chazan will uh, respect the, uh, the role entrusted to him, will be able to uh, lead the community, raise the community and be Mekadesh Shem Shamaim, sanctify God's name. And the second consideration is a communal consideration. How do we have more people involved, especially the youth, teaching them how to lead the service. So, I'm sure you're wondering, what are we going to do in our shul here in Sur Hadassah? Will there be a step for the chazan to go down like the old synagogues? Or perhaps the chazan will go up to pray so that everybody will be able to hear the sweet voice of our prayer leaders. We've just laid the floors of our shul. And let me tell you what we did. In the first sketches of the shul, I asked that we would have a special mima amakim step before the amud of the chazan. I wanted to echo the ancient custom in Prague and in Krakow and in other places, and also to make something special about our shul. But in the end, this idea was set aside for three reasons. One, 
we realized that there were more important elements that we needed to give our attention to when designing the shawl. Two, every decision when you're designing a shawl has a budgetary element. And we decided that from a budgetary perspective, we needed to invest elsewhere rather than a step down for the chazan. And the third reason is because we wanted to emphasize accessibility for those who would have difficulty using stairs. The truth is our entire shul, there are no stairs except for two stairs that go up to the Aron Kodesh. And they were built um, after consultation with our with an expert in accessibility and we're still planning on finding a solution so that even someone who has difficult for st- with stairs can go up to the Aron Kodesh and I'm confident that we will have a solution so that people who have difficulty with stairs can access every place within our shul. So in Surah Dasa, there won't be any chazanim going down and not going up. Is there a source for that? Well, the Rambam writes in his magnum opus, the Mishnah Torah, he describes the seating in a shul. And he says that the elders should sit facing the community and with their back to the Aaron Kodesh. And everybody else should sit line by line facing the Aaron Kodesh and facing the elders of the community. And then the Rambam says, And when the cantor stands to lead the service, Omed Ba'aretz. He stands on the ground. Lifnei HaTeva. Upanav Lifnei HaKodesh. Keshar Ha'am. And he faces the front like the rest of the community. Omed Ba'aretz. He stands on the ground. And that's, I think, inspiration for us. For the Chazan will stand on the ground. And maybe there's something deeper there as well that a prayer leader needs to have his feet on the ground and be at the same level as the community and sensitive to the needs and the desires and the vibe of the community. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Meet Midrash! Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Magid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.